Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Under the Stained Glass, uh, the podcast where we take a look at what we talked about this past week in church and then approach it again from a family angle. But today we have a special subject. We're going to be talking today about a new book called Lucas Tate and the Mysterious Armor of God. And we're talking about that book because it's written by our own Whitney Welsh Gibbs, our children's director here at Magnolia Park United Methodist Church. Hi, Whitney. Hi. And you'll all recognize and know Whitney because she's uh, my pal and always here with us on Under the Stained Glass. But today we're going to be talking about her brand new book. We're really excited about that. So, Ms. Whitney, you finished this book. When did you finish it? Um, It was a two-year process. It started in 2019, around September, and I finished my final draft probably around the end of September. All the editing was done Mm -hmm. this year, so it's been about two years. (laughs) Wow. Exciting day, yeah? Yeah, super excited. (laughs) So tell us about the book. Tell us what, what, what's, it, what's it about? What, what's it about? Well, it's about a 13-year-old boy named Lucas Tate, who's just a normal kid living his life as an eighth grader, 13-year-old would, when one day he gets an invitation to go to this grove of Gila, where God himself calls him to fight a darkness that's taking over the world. Lucas doesn't think much of himself or of his calling at that time until a golden suit of armor literally falls from the sky and throws him into this adventure that takes him all over the world. So this book is about a 13-year-old? It is. And is it written for that sort of age cohort? Is that your target audience? It is. It is. It's written for young people around the age of probably around 11 to 18. And yeah, it's a very specific age range. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you write for that age range? Well, young people, specifically teens, are really overcomers, and their lives and struggles really are just as compelling as grown-ups are, and at Mm -hmm. least I think so, and maybe even more so. Young people see the world so vibrantly, and through their eyes, they see so much more than we even know that they can, and they see what's going on around them. And I absolutely love to see the world in their eyes, so that's why I really wanted to focus on Mm -hmm. this age group. So do you like to read books in that age range? Yeah, I do. Actually, I absolutely love reading young adult stories, especially fictions. I was raised on authors like J.K. Rowling, Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, Rorden, and all of these fantasies and really coming-of-age stories Mm -hmm. really stuck out to me and really shaped how I grew up and and how I saw the world as a young reader. And I, I just love them. And mm. I really feel that children and youth are some of like the most important yet probably overlooked age group. Well, I mean, we all know here you have a real heart for kids and yeah. that you really do want to reach them. And their struggles are important uh, in order, as you say, we need to really reach them. Right. And, you know, they're faced with some of the same things that we face are faced with as adults. And it's really important to let them know that those struggles and the things that they're faced with as kids, as this overlooked group, are really as, just as valid as what we go through as an adult. Yeah. So as you even help kids take their own struggles seriously, they can begin to learn to overcome those struggles. Right. Right, Exactly. Kids have some big struggles in life. That's just a part of growing up. And the main character in this novel, Lucas, he has Mm -hmm. his own struggles. He has depression. And I felt like this was really an important 
topic to actually name right. in that struggle because if we talk about it and we're talking about how children face these things, not just adults, it really stops that alienation and that stigma that s- surrounds it and it really empowers the child to say, okay, I'm going through this. A lot of other people I know are going through this. We're talking about it, but there is that light at the end of the tunnel and that's really important to me to let kids know that it's just because you're young, it doesn't mean that that's not a struggle and that's not something we should take seriously. Right. So obviously writing a book like this, you really have to come from your own experience. So what were some of your struggles growing up? Well, I did have struggles of my own. I had crippling anxiety that uh, was really hard for me for most of my life. I struggled with depression at times, um, which, you know, all of these things made it hard to make friends. So I became very lonely as a child and as a teenager. And I just felt like a lot of the times like I wasn't enough. And those were things that I felt kind of lonely in because we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk mm. about the fact that we had anxiety and those things are struggles for us. And, you know, today I still struggle with those things at times. And it's just normal. It's natural. And so you can really pull from those experiences sure. and talk about it for kids. Yeah. So as a young person, how did you overcome them to the extent that you were able to? I was really lucky because I had my faith. And as I grew, my faith got stronger and stronger. So really understanding my faith, that I could depend on God, that I was worthy, Mm -hmm. that really helped me to find a way to deal with those struggles and to really overcome them. That's a lot of the things we talk about in this podcast that that you bring to to this podcast too. So how does the armor of God fit into Lucas Tate's journey and, and overcoming his struggles? What's that about? Well, the armor of God is in the book, an illustration, like a tangible illustration of the armor of God that we hear about in the Bible. And so it's actually a tool that Lucas uses to really fight the the battle on his adventure. Mm -hmm. But it actually does also, it shows him where he is doubting himself, the truth of who he is, that he's stronger than he thinks he is. And the armor that he wears, it just really empowers him to be more than he thought he could be. And the important thing about that armor of God, when I was writing it into the story and was making that kind of like the central component of the story, is I wanted to make sure that it was clear that just because Lucas gets this armor, and just because that's like the central part of the story, that it wasn't just for Lucas, it was for everybody else. And so everybody else, at whatever point in the story, if you read it, you'll find that everybody else has the opportunity to have this armor as well. Mm. So it's accessible to everyone. Everyone's worthy of that tool. And that was something that was really important to me to bring in because that's what the Bible teaches us as well. Absolutely. So we all know you have a real heart for ministry and for children, but honestly, the path to your writing this book has been kind of a surprise to you, hasn't it? Yeah, writing this book was actually a really humbling experience. I didn't expect to be writing a young adult novel any time in my life. I was uh, did not have a background in writing. I just really loved to read and loved to write things down and the stories that came to my mind. But as I was thinking of going into ministry and what ministry looked like to me, that became something that really became clear that it was a way to reach young people with ministry. And it was a way to get in, not necessarily just overtly, you know, it mm-hmm. does say God in the title, but <laughs> you know, it's an adventure. So kids will pick it up and they'll be like, wow, it's a cool book on this fantasy, but then they could actually read it and learn a little bit more about God. And I felt like that was kind of the path that he was leading me down. So it was actually a really interesting way to come about 
actually writing this book. Wow. Yeah. So I don't even know if many people in our church know this, but yeah. your education was actually in history and yeah. actually military history yeah. specifically. So did that background help you at all writing this book and has it informed your ministry today at all? Well, yeah, of course. Lucas's journey is a great one that goes everywhere. It takes him all around the world. And knowing history helps in that. And knowing history helps you to understand places and things that have happened and how we understand ourselves and the world around us. And the Bible really is like that too. Mm -hmm. Bible is a big history book. And we know this because we study it. But some people just, they pull that away from the actual history that they know, the secular history that they know. But the Bible is also a great tool to learn about history and our lives and about us and about the people that came before us. So yeah, my background in history really did inform this book, but it also informs my ministry now to this day. Absolutely. So speaking of the Bible and mm-hmm. God, I mean, how has what God's done to bring you yeah. from that former life and what you thought you would be doing to right. this one? I mean, how does that inform you about the way God works to overcome and help us to be triumphant in our lives? Well, it was interesting because because I was on this path of ministry as I started writing this book and as God was kind of leading me towards what I needed to do rather than my former life. Writing this book was actually a good time when God could take those things I had learned in my former life or informed, you know, my decision making as I moved into ministry and really teach me and grow me as I wrote Mm. the story as well. Showed me more of God's character as I was moving into this new life and how he loves and cares for me. And this really, as this journey, this moving into this and kind of learning more about God and understanding him and who he is and how, who he wants me to be really became like this love letter in this Mm. book about all that God has done for me. And it just turned into like the words on the page is kind of great to see, you know, all that I had learned really turn into that, what that character was learning as well. Wow. Yeah. So what's the main thing you hope that children or youth are going to take away from this book? Yeah, well, I really hope that youth and whoever reads this book, and they could be 99 and still I would hope that they would take away that God can use us in amazing ways. doesn't matter where you come from or who you are or how old you are, God can really use you in these unexpected and really cool ways. And so this story is very much that Old Testament sort of story of like the amazing hero that God has chosen. But it's also, it also really tells the story of God's love for us and the individual relationship he has with us. So then what's next for you? What do you think? <laughs> Having written this book, what's next? Well, you know, I think there might be more to this story. I hope so, because uh, I really enjoyed writing it. But really bringing these stories and bringing stories of God and and what He does in our lives and just the knowledge of Him to the mainstream, to young people, to old people, to people that just have never heard of Him before or don't know anything about Him, that would be really great, you know? And I think that's kind of where we're headed next. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's beautiful to see this book just come springing forth from you. You, For those of you who don't know Ms. Whitney, she's just a vivacious person who has a big heart for God. And everything she does exudes that kind of enthusiasm. So this book is no exception for sure. And her life is really a testament to what God can do for us. 
In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Mm -hmm. And Ms. Whitney is a big example of that. And of course, we all are, we all can be, the more that we open ourselves up to the leading of Jesus in our lives. So we really want to congratulate Whitney on this big achievement. And again, want to encourage all of you to take a look at this book, Lucas Tate and the Mysterious Armor of God. And there's a link down at the description of this podcast to help you find that book. Otherwise, we will see you next week on Under the Stained Glass. Bye.